eye contact. Oh, amazing thing. Look around the room, pause, breathe when you've got your coffee. If you don't want to do the coffee or the tea, you don't want to stand there. Look around the room and get eye contact. And if that eye contact comes with a smile, that's the person. That's who you go and speak to. You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Zero. I use Zero's accounting and bookkeeping software to manage my clients' accounts, and I love it. If you haven't tried it yet, head over to zero.com with an X, and you can either start a free 30-day trial or sign up to Zero's partner program to join their amazing community, forward-thinking accountants and bookkeepers. Hi, and welcome to day four of Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman, I'm here with Joe Wood, and we're joined by Kim Sell. Oh, Kim, it's really nice to chat to you. How are you? I'm lovely, thank you. It's great to be here again. Thank you so much for asking. I really do love coming and speaking on here. You've got a great bunch of people out there. Oh, we love, we always love it, don't we, Joe? Just love having a chat with Kim. Um, We wanted to talk to you. You know, we've been working on how do we find clients without using social media this week? And we've been exploring all different angles of this. Networking is something that comes up a lot. And um, and as an emotional mastery coach, you're a really brilliant person to speak to about this in terms of how we build the confidence to go into those kind of situations when, you know, we're stepping out of our comfort zone. And I think lots of people will say here, you know, this is a new thing and I don't really quite know how to approach it. So um, before we get into that, could you tell us a little bit about your background and what you do? Yes, thank you. So um, I, I separate myself out from um, most coaches by talking about the emotional element, because I think we miss a trick as society. We're still suffering from the Victorian, you know, you're seen and not heard and big boys don't cry and all those old messages that we were given. And actually, I think emotions have got a big part to play. And actually, through my journey in life, emotions erupted onto the scene when I was about 36. And I've been working ever since to understand them, to work through them, to, you know, utilize them more effectively. And that's what I want to help my clients do, because everything starts with emotions, because our first seven years of life, we are not working cognitively. So all this mental health stuff is great. But it's not the root cause. The root cause are those early learnings which have a biochemical marker of emotion attached to it. And if we get to understand what that early learning is and the emotion, neutralize them, reduce them, whatever we need to do, suddenly our thinking changes, our behavior changes and our outcomes change. And I think all that without very much effort. And I'm basically a lazy person. So I like that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Kim. That is that is amazing. And do you know what? This is why we love to bring you into this space, into our audience um, and community, because who talks about this stuff in business? Like when we go to our bookkeeping and accountancy colleges and we talk to do this and this and this and just go out there and go and get clients and do that service for them without there's no emotion ever, ever spoken about. But in reality, when we do anything in business, There are so many emotions attached, trying to sell ourselves, trying to sell our services, trying to, I just had an amazing conversation with some ladies building a brilliant business about pricing conversations and how they want to reprice everybody, but the fear and, you know, the emotions that come up about this. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about networking and going into a room of strangers and going to talk about what it is that we do and who we help of course there's emotion attached also you know I remember doing it I'd have to 
creep out the door at 6am, baby would be stirring, I'd have the guilt and the, oh my goodness, am I a bad mum for leaving them? And should mm-hmm. I be doing this? Why am I doing this anyway? No one's going to talk to me. All So many emotions attached mm-hmm. to everything we do in business. How can we make a start on, it, I know that there are some people that are crippled by the fear of doing something new and different. How do we start talking um, and and understanding, get some techniques of going into situations that we've never been in before? Mm. And, and, you know, I love what you've just said there, Joe, because I think this is the thing. We're all educated into who we are today, be it from our parents, because they were educated in the same way. Um, I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, but it's a it's a harsher term. Um, and then you go to school and then you go to work and all the way through you're being told and taught what you're supposed to do but it's all done from that cognitive mind that that left logic and everything else is just ignored but how can you go about your day-to-day business without your other part of self which is your emotional self and it doesn't matter what it is It's just that it's a message to the individual. The individual is completely responsible for what they discover. They're not responsible for it being there necessarily. So I need that to be very clear. Up until now, it's not their fault. But once they're aware of something not working for them emotionally, it becomes their responsibility to do something about it. And this is where I start to help people if they can't clear it themselves. And I think on a previous show, I've talked about emotional freedom technique. And I'm sure you've you've talked about it, but I think you've had somebody in who did it as well. Really powerful in the moment stuff. But you don't want to leave it till you're feeling guilty or, you know, um, fearful or, you know, something else uh, about uh, what you're going to be doing networking better to tackle it sooner you know it's coming you know you've got a problem start working on it if you start working on it now how amazing might you be by about February time hello much better oh my god and I have to say to your listeners Joe and Zoe very kindly said I can do a guided um, hypno meditation I call them uh, which will enable you to start to embody the confidence that you want and um, I'm looking forward to that yeah, I, I was thinking, I don't know who I was talking, oh, we, we were talking about um, a family's going through some health issues at the moment and we were, there's a scan upcoming, which is quite an important yeah. point, right? And I've had this in counselling, because that's obviously something that is important for everybody. I think I feel like counselling forever. <laughs> um, but, and someone was talking to me about EFT tapping and, um, and was sort of saying, you know, those kind of things can be really calming when you're feeling these feelings and, you know, those kind of things. And but the thing is, if you're in a networking event, you don't want to start tapping, right? Like, <laughs> in, the car, in the car, <laughs> before in you the go, car, in. yes, in the event, maybe no. Like, I know there are other things you can do. Joe was touching me about these, like, pressure points between your fingers and things. But the thing is, like, exactly, how can we prepare ourselves? Because we do know something's coming that's going to feel uncomfortable for us. So how do we get ourselves ready for that? That's, that is an interesting question. It's a great question as well, isn't it? How do, how do you get yourself ready? It depends on what's going on for you in the main part. The, the EFT, if you know it's coming up, you can start to do that. Um, I, you, I don't know whether you're recording this, but, you know, you can you can snatch, you know, take a clipping of the recording so they can listen to that. Because half the time 
we are afraid of being judged, I think, and making ourselves look silly. And, you know, um, th th there's a whole raft of reasons, which is why I'm saying it's complicated, depends what the problem is. But on, on a, a superficial level, one of the things is, is to recognise everybody in that room is exactly the same. They're just not showing it or they're showing it in different ways. The ones who are loud, chances are they're just doing it to cover up their own own um, fears that are going on underneath. One of the things that um, I used to do when I went to networking events and like you, uh, Joe, up at the Crackers, Sparrow, whatever, to get there. And um, uh, I would go, I'm a big coffee drinker, so I would go and get a coffee and stand by the coffee area and wait for the newbies to arrive. <laughs> because guess what? You've, you've sort of got an advantage by being there before them. And you can strike up conversation on a one-to-one. -one. Really good for the introverts, I think. Those people who don't like big crowds. Um, and I've done that, you know, even in an evening event. I've just ordered a drink and stood by the bar and let people come up and then talk to them. Eye contact. Oh, amazing thing. Look around the room. Pause. Breathe when you've got your coffee. If you don't want to do the coffee or the tea, you don't want to stand there. Look around the room and get eye contact. And if that eye contact comes with a smile, that's the person. That's who you go and speak to. They've already invited you and been open to talking to you because they've smiled at you. So it's another little tip and technique once you walk into a room full of people. Because, as I say, you know, they've all felt the same at some point. And there will be somebody who is willing to help the next person with the same problem. So just another little tip. Um, those are the two main ones. There is a there is a third one um, that can be quite powerful, um, and that is to um, tap into not physically but emotionally a space that you've already created, which we're going to show you in the in the um, in the guided hypnotation. Um, but the idea is that before you go to the event, I want you to imagine the event. I want you to imagine yourself walking into the room. I want you to imagine yourself feeling calm and quiet and, you know, it's okay. And you're pretty much going to walk yourself through that event and you're going to find yourself smiling. I want you to imagine yourself smiling all the way through so that by the time you get out the other end, you come out and you're like, mm, that went really well. I like that. The reason that works is the brain not this part of the brain, but your deeper brain doesn't work on the future. It only works on the here and now through the five senses. It's drawing data in. So what you've just done is created a new memory for it to tap into. So by doing that, what happens is you can then go in there and it may not be perfect, but boy, will it be better. And all you've done is imagined it up front. How great is that? Oh, it's it's like magic. It's absolutely like magic. But that's why, you know, sports people do this. I know basketball players. I've heard the story where they practice shooting hoops in their heads over, over, over again um, and always getting it. And then when they do it in real life, it's them, their brain's expecting them to 
get yeah. it so it works it, because it's it's created that memory i do apologize dog barking in the background um he uh the brain picks it up and it creates new neural pathways um, and these are just the learn the shortcuts to how to do something. And all we've got to do is create them. And the more you practice it, it's like um, uh, people who do um, exercise and whatever. You're, 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 you're building that muscle. It's not real muscle because it's a neural pathway. So it's biochemical and electrochemical in nature. But you're building it up to the point that actually, yes, it's just there. And the brain thinks, oh, I know that. This is what I do because it likes a shortcut just yeah imagine. you're like looking for the oh, i've been here before this is familiar and i know what to do and yeah. um you don't know the difference between a real memory and a created memory exactly right. zoe you're with me yes it, the brain because when i talk about the brain I'm, I'm talking more the body mind rather than the the cognitive bit this cognitive bit can do the future it gets the future. It can see a diary, but the 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 unconscious mind is basically your nervous system and all your cellular sort of structure and all that sort of stuff that's in that has learned how to be, um, and it's it's all it's all just habits. And the brain wants the shortcuts to keep you safe. Yeah, I'm loving all the light bulb moments, Joe. Everyone's like, ping, 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 ping. It's amazing. Good. <laughs> yeah, we've asked everyone this week to share their light bulb moments and we've been giving some t-shirts away, but these are like real amazing insights and everyone's like, wow, this is amazing, like creating memories. Um, Create so your own memories. Let me just, word of warning though, it doesn't mean to say it will all work out perfectly. It just goes better than you thought. Okay. And Joe mentioned at the beginning that feeling of guilt of like going out, doing things that different hours of the day out of your normal routine so you know like joe started a practice with little children at home similar for me and i i can remember going to like breakfast networking and having to say oh you know to my husband could you take the kids so that i can do this this and this and feeling like oh god i've like messed the routine up and i you know the whole reason i'm self-employed is so i can look after the kids and and then the i don't know there's something about that like that feeling that guilt of putting something first that you think you should put first and not being sure whether it's the right thing to choose um how can we cope with that because that brings another level of anxiety to going to the event yeah guilt is um is the most worthless emotion that there is i think and yet it's the most um insidious isn't it because it's i, I very often when i'm talking to clients they talk about it like being like a pool in their tummy in their stomach this guilt I mean it can be experienced anywhere by anyone but you know it is it just sits there it doesn't drive you to do anything it's just it's almost like poking you and saying you know this is a problem so guilt is a, is a really worthless one and and it comes from the fact that you're doing something that's against your learning your training the expectations of and it could be your family could be your could be society could be your um your profession they've told you there is a certain way of being and you're not following it so actually in some ways you know i think the first thing you've got to do is to acknowledge it and if you were seeing me i'd want to know where you're feeling it and I would allow you, I would, I would ask you to sit with it just for a few minutes and just say to yourself to soften, soften and flow because it's just an energy. That's all it is. And you can deal with the, the root cause of that and deal with it properly afterwards using EFT. 
But I think sometimes we just don't acknowledge it because there's a part of us saying, it's like it's like um, two children and one's, you know, the more adventurous one and the other one's not, oh, no, 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 we might not do that because this might happen or that might happen or whatever. And you can explore that in more detail. But in the first instance, just acknowledge it. And you don't, I'm not talking hours, by the way, just, okay, I feel guilty. Where am I feeling it? A lot of people, I'm just going to assume, will be around the gut area. Tune into it and just relax into it as much as you can. And then just thank it. But I'm going to do this because this is where I want to go. So it's just it's just acknowledging that part of yourself that says, oh, we're not we're not allowed to do that. You know, we're 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 a parent. We're supposed to be there all the time or, you know, um, you're 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 supposed to be um, seeing this client um, or you've got to make time for this client rather than doing networking. It's your call. It's your value system that's it's causing you a problem. Um, and actually, as a point, that is the other thing to look at is your values. But that's afterwards. But in the moment, acknowledge it, accept it, forgive it and move on. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it does make sense because sometimes when you're feeling it, it's not your values that you're feeling. Like you said, it could be something that you a learnt behavior or someone else's opinion or something. I was thinking then when you were when you think I was thinking, oh, I'm so glad that Instagram wasn't really a thing when I was bringing up my kids. Um, <laughs> because you know, you see all these perfect like women baking with a pinny on and like making dough with a toddler on their hip. And I was, I'd, I'd have been like, Oh my God, I can barely make a cup of tea. Let oh. Bake a focaccia. So um, yeah. So I think it would have, I think that, that, so it might not even be anyone, you know's opinion. You might've seen something and then your yes. self uh, subconscious has taken it in as, well, that's what motherhood or that's what business or that's what a successful person looks like. Um, and it can sit there and that's why it's really good to acknowledge it because sometimes when you acknowledge it and then thank it for being there and then when you think about it you can actually go oh but do I truly believe that or is that someone else's someone else's opinion that I've taken on it's just I, I find all of this is very I just love being more curious these days to my emotions rather than Perfect. judging if you see what I mean Curious is much better. Those, it's no point judging them. They're yours. <laughs> you know, you're judging yourself and that gets no one anywhere. So I think you're right. Curiosity. And, and you know, sometimes it could take you a while to get under the hood of what, what an emotion is doing, that guilt is giving you. Where has it come from? How do you need to clear it? Um, and I'll just mention here, I'm sure I've shared this with you before, but if not, I can share the document again. It's automatic writing or the hot pen exercise, I'm now calling it, where you literally write to guilt. Dear guilt, what are you about? How are you just propping up at the most in inopportune moments? What do you need? La, 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 la. And actually, that's a good question. What do you need? What do you need? That's always a good question to ask yourself when you're feeling something and it's like, oh, that's not good. But yeah, the hot pen exercise I'll share with your um, share with you ladies, and then you can share it with your audience. So it's a really good way of again communicating with that part of you because that doesn't really talk in words, but you'll be surprised at what comes out. So yeah, so acknowledge, accept, and um, forgive, and then on you go until you've got time to look at it because it's not always at the right time, is it? 
particularly mm. if you've gone into a networking event. I don't know whether you've ever been into one and you felt like you've been rude to somebody and you're talking to the next person. You're still focused on the one you've just left behind because <gasps> you might have been, a, you might not have been rude, but in your value system, it was rude and you wasn't happy about it. So. I, Kim, it's so funny you say, I went to a network in this rooftop event and I saw someone that I know and I waved at him and he waved back. But afterwards I was beating myself up that I didn't then approach him. I was talking to other people, but oh, I played it over in my head. Oh my goodness. I saw him another time. And But it's funny, isn't it? At that moment in time. Yeah. And I don't know where I didn't really, but it's funny. You said that, it, that, that came straight back to me then when you yeah. said that, because I still feel bad about it and I've seen him since and he's absolutely fine. But it's really funny how, we just make ourselves feel guilty and mm. bad, really for no apparent reason. I, everyone is loving everything. Oh, sorry, Zoe, go ahead. No, it's all right. I've, you know, we've done, Joe and I, I don't know if you know this, Kim, Joe and I have done loads of work on our values, like as families, as a business, together. Well done, exactly. It's been really, really, I mean, we've cried a lot. It's all crying everywhere. But um, I've got mine in front of me and, you know, um, Poor Louise said to them, this feels really relevant today. So much guilt leaving my toddler this morning. And I it took me back to that feeling of networking or going to work and whatever. And one of my values is permission. And um, and that it's like you were saying earlier about having the permission to go and do networking or whatever you need to do to grow the business. And it's okay, you don't have to have that expectation from everyone else that you're supposed to do the thing they think you're supposed to do, that yeah. has then become the thing you think you're supposed to do. <laughs> so <laughs> the values coming up against your values is a really good one. So knowing them is so helpful. Yeah. So important in, in all areas of life. So you're quite right, Zoe, because your overarching values may not be the same in each area. And actually, if they're not, you've got to just sense check, is that right? Or have you got the values wrong somewhere? Um, so it's always, there's always all these really useful ways that you can start. What we're trying to do is get you aligned, you know, mind, body and gut, basically. You know, the heart. Yeah. I always talk about three brains um, or three intelligences. You've got your cognitive one, you've got your heart um, and then your gut. Your gut's your warning system. <laughs> it yeah. lets you know. And then your heart's like, yay, you're doing the right thing. We're really happy here. And the head's like, hmm it's the parent isn't it it's the oh, what, what what are you doing you need to be doing this if you can get those three aligned boy can life be so much better and I'm not I'm not saying it would be aligned all the time because I'm working on mine still I still get sent off peace it's about being aware it's a journey it's a journey and um it is interesting I just want to quickly share if I may years ago when I was I, my, my, I started out wanting to do counseling um I changed my mind very quickly but um the the, the year I did was really powerful and we were to, we were told to talk about um what the perfect parent was like and obviously it's about being there with your children and nurturing them and rah, 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 rah. and then she said and, and I thought it very important she said and when they grow up how will they be perfect because you're not perfect you are only doing what you know within a small parameter and we already know that since you had your children things have shifted and changed so you, the way you were brought up is not the same. And so there is no such thing as a perfect parent. There is only a child who knows love. Oh, my goodness, Kim. Are oh, we going to set me off already? Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Right. On this note, they Kim. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, my goodness. I've got goosebumps everywhere. Um, wow. Kim, with this, everyone, I think, is fully bought into your expertise and your knowledge and... Yeah 
Wow. Um, so I think if we if we can talk about how long this hypno meditation will last, I call it hypnotation. Hypnotation is going to last just so that we can set um, so that people understand how long it is, because so that they can fully relax. Yes. Um, and if they've never done anything like this, do you want to talk through what something like this is and the kind of environment that they need to yeah. relax? You just need to be somewhere quiet, ideally, and where they're going to be undisturbed. But do you know what? If 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 they want to listen with their conscious, you know, thinking mind for this time, so that they know when on the replay that they can listen to it again. Um, it's basically me talking using um, suggestive language, um, which is just saying to them, you know, what works for you. So I might say something along the lines of, um, you know, you're going to move out into your future. I don't know where your future is in your mind. It could be forward, behind, left, right. We don't know. So they're making the choices in their head. So they will go where's right for them. And if they don't really get a sense of it, just to just to allow whatever happens, happens and allow my words to wash over them, through them, wherever it is necessary. Um, it's there's nothing I'm I'm going to be doing that's terribly deep here, but it is about helping them reset a future that they want. So I'm going to be talking confidence, obviously, and networking. But if they want to change that to confidence with a client, then they can do it. It's about the confidence more than anything. Um, I, I will do it for as long as as long as is possible. I think you said 45 minutes. So I've probably got about 15 minutes if we can just eke that a little to 20 just That's to give fine. people time to come back and ask any questions that they may have then that would be useful that's lovely kim over to you i'm going to mute myself and enjoy it thank you very much ladies i love it let me just plug my i thought my laptop was plugged in but i don't want it to run out of juice halfway through no She's so a little cry yeah. already um i you were saying it was the the child who feels loved thing oh um i told my daughter off this morning because she wouldn't let me put she doesn't like her hair being brushed she's got curly hair she has to have it brushed and um there's knits at school you know oh no not the dreaded I'm, like, I'm really sorry you can't go as the surfer girl you want to be you have to have a ponytail and she would not let me brush it and i said i told her that it was naughty to not have her hair brushed and then i was like oh my god she thinks i'm a, you know and i had to see all that oh no but, you know, the ponytail is my way of showing love. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's about understanding your intention. So when I talk about showing love, it's about your intention. Is your intention to look after them and nurture them and show them better ways? Then your intention is good and then you're OK. Yeah. Children still need to be guided to some degree, don't they? And they love their hair. <laughs> yeah. She just wants to be wild and live on a beach, I think. So. Uh, yes. Why not? <laughs> Okay, so getting yourself nice and comfortable wherever you are. And, and if you're in an office, just carry on looking at the screen. Um, you might not be able to close your eyes, um, and that's okay. But just so that you know, um, you can just be what you need to be. But if you can close your eyes, it just helps. Because what, what happens, remember, is that you're experiencing the moment through your five senses. So you're going to be primarily listening to me and getting a sense of where we're going to go. So what I want to do is to help you embody confidence in the future based on a confident you in the past. And the reason for doing that is because we know how to do confidence. It's just that it's not 
all over the place, is it? It's not permanently there because we don't know how to access it. So just for a moment, I want you to remember a time when you felt truly confident it doesn't have to be around business. It might be around something you've done in your personal life, passing an exam, passing your driving test, where you came out and you felt really confident about what you'd just done. Just a time when you felt confident. And as you go there and imagine that time, I want you to notice where that confidence is. Where do you experience it? Is it in your head? i.e. you're telling yourself, wow, go you. Is it in your body somewhere? Maybe your chest? Maybe all the way through your body? It doesn't matter. Just notice that confidence and how big it is. And it might not be very big, but we're going to make it bigger by the end of this. So just notice the size of it that confidence that you had. And if you're able to, give it a colour, a beautiful colour. It's your colour and it might change from every time you listen to this, but it's the colour for today, the colour of confidence. And wherever you're sensing confidence, feel that colour. Now, for a couple of you, you may not get a sense of confidence or get a colour. It's okay. Let's just imagine you did. I want you to make that confidence bigger. Bigger and bigger. Bolder and bolder. Brighter and brighter. Make it so lovely that that confidence just feels good going through your system. You can start to find yourself relaxing and feeling calmer and calmer because confidence is just a measurement of your own self-worth, your own belief in yourself, your trusting yourself, loving and appreciating everything that you are, the good and the bad. That's right. And you feel safe. And once you've got that sense, I'm just going to tell you where we're going next. So just bask in that sensory confidence that you have. So in a moment, I want to take you into the future. I'm going to go three months from now, see how you get on. So if you were looking for the future in your head, in your mind's eye, where might you look? Would it be up, to front of you, to the left or to the right or somewhere else? There is no right and there is no wrong. Just see if you can see it. Maybe sense it. And if you're not quite sure, if you were thinking about what you were going to do tomorrow, where would you look for that? And wherever you get a sense of your future, I want you to imagine a line coming out of you into your future. You can just see it going out into the future. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to go out along that timeline to about three months time. 
And you don't need to count it, just keep travelling along it until you arrive at a time that's right for you. Because this is about you. And what you're going to do is you're going to travel above that timeline and you're going to bring all this confidence that you're experiencing right now with you all the way into the future. So when you're ready, I want you to imagine traveling along that timeline all the way out into the future, about three months time, but you can go as far out as you want and bring this confidence with you. Keep hold of this confidence, the color, the space that you're feeling it, how big it is for you. Mm -hmm. Until you come to a stop. And I want you to look down below. And all I want you to see at this point is you. And then I want you to go down and step into you down below. And you're bringing all that confidence with you into that you below. Now, I wonder if you were able to expand that confidence beyond you, so it's like an energy field beyond you, I wonder how might that affect your experience? So start to get a sense of people around you, perhaps, or clients, just figures. You don't need to know who they are. And just notice how they're drawn to you because of your confidence, your belief in yourself, your trusting who you are, and you're radiating a beautiful energy out beyond you. And they're drawn to it. And how might that affect your experience of networking? Suddenly you can feel confident in every conversation you have, because you know who you are, you know what you do, and you're good at it. You've trained to be who you are in terms of your profession. And I know for some of you, it's the opening conversation. But if you find some common ground, or get them to speak first, because you want to understand who they are, what you might just find is that confidence will just flow through you even more. And here's the beauty of it. You will suddenly find that the people you're talking to feel confident being with you. They feel safe being with you. And that's why they're attracted to you, because you're confident in a way that's right for you, because there is no right and wrong. People are drawn to good energy. And confidence is good energy. So just imagine yourself in a situation such as networking, meeting a new client, and being quietly confident. Basically, you're not attached to an outcome other than that you're okay. And as you get in touch with this quiet confidence, wonder. What are the skills and habits that you have 
that have meant that you can be confident. And just, you don't have to list them in your head, but just acknowledge that you've got skills and abilities that means that you can go into these situations more easily, more effortlessly than you've ever done before. Because our habits are the things that really help deliver our experience. So I wonder what habits you may have in this future you. And maybe, just maybe, there's some new ones there that you hadn't expected. Just notice what you notice. Or be prepared for whatever comes your way. And then I want you to notice what you're thinking. How might this confident you be thinking? What sort of thoughts might be going through your head? Maybe that you are a professional. I can do this. I am more than good enough to be here. I deserve whatever it is that you deserve. All the positive thoughts that you want. And we're going to pop any of the negativity ones on the way back. So don't worry too much about those if they come up. You just need to focus on the good thoughts. What could you bring to this networking meeting? Curiosity, maybe, we talked about earlier. Or maybe it's something else. Interest. A desire of some sort. And yes, your unconscious mind might be giving you a, a shout to say, well, you can't do that. But you remember, acknowledge, accept, forgive. And now I want you to notice how you're feeling. Really tune into how you're feeling. And confidence is a quiet uh, emotion underneath. Maybe you're feeling calm and safe. Maybe you're feeling something else, an energy of some sort, perhaps, of all is well. I'm okay. Perhaps you've been able to go up further up that scale into a space that says, I'm enjoying this. Actually, I'm really loving it. Whatever you need, and it may change, but just raise it to the highest level that works for you, the best you, and get in touch with those. That's right, very good. And in a moment, before I start to bring you back, I want you to know what beliefs you might have about yourself that allows this confident you to burst out from you now, break through those reasons for not being who you want to be. Very often, I, we don't always believe in ourselves. We're going to pop that in a moment as best we can. Trusting yourself, you know your stuff. Only talk about what you know. There's no harm in saying, mm, I need to get back to you on that. Or, yeah, I don't know the answer to that question right now. It's okay. You're human. But when you start to trust your own abilities, 
give yourself pause, you may just find how much you've got to give, how much you can gain just by knowing that you've got a right to be you. And one of the great ways of doing that is starting to learn to love yourself and appreciate who you are. Loving yourself may seem quite far-fetched for some of you, but even if you just like yourself for who you are, it's a good start. And every time you listen to this or anything similar, look to raise that bar in some way because you've got so much value to give to this world. And lastly, that you feel safe and secure being you. And when you've got this feeling really strongly in that future you, all these different elements that make up who you are, I want you to turn and look back towards the now, to the here and now. And notice on that timeline, there are some markers, but they're not a very nice colour. So whatever they are, that's your unconscious's learnings about what's not working for you. And as you come back towards the now, every time you come across one of those markers, it pops, it bursts, it's eliminated, deleted, whatever it needs to happen for it to go. So that as you come back, you're actually doing some clearing of whatever's not working for you. So just notice and you're popping them and deleting them as you come all the way back into the now, dropping back into the here and now. So that as you look back to that future you, notice that timeline now has that beautiful colour of confidence. I'm going to bring you back to the count of five. But I want you to really feel that confidence. Does it feel stronger, bigger, brighter or bolder? I don't know. Just notice what you notice. Four, know that this is exactly where you tune in for your confidence from now on. And the interesting thing is the colour may change. But if you're one of those where it doesn't, why not wear that colour next time you go out? Three. Knowing you can tap into this confidence whenever you need to, to be the better you that you want to be, to really influence and grow the business and actually other areas of your life too, in a way that works for you. Two, knowing that you've got access to this whenever you need to. And once you've practiced it a few times, it'll take very little time for you to, one, just step into this confidence that you want now. Coming back into the room, wiggling your fingers and toes for those of you who went really deep, arriving back, stretching, and thank you. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I can talk. <laughs> In which case, I'll keep nattering. <laughs> <laughs> What I love about that oh. is that you are creating the new memory. And although we've done it for confidence, what if you needed to have a conversation with somebody and you needed a better state to be in? Oh, hello. You can do that. Mm. So you can use this for multiple states. I've used confidence. But, you know, once you understand how to create it for yourself, then you can do it again. Mm. It's just like tapping into um, the muscle of confidence. 
the more you practice it, the more you can do it, the more you can do it, the more you'll be just getting there faster and faster. It's amazing how quickly you can do it. Oh good state God. change. Love that. I feel really like, uh, yeah. I, I'll... Oh, thank you. <sighs> tingly. I feel tingly. I feel like full of and like an energy ball. I feel I'm mm. buzzing. Everyone's loving it. Could listen to Kim all day and all night. Amazing. I needed oh, this today. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Love that. That was amazing. Thank you. Oh, we, do you know what? I feel like we're really privileged that we get to that means that we always talk about the fact that we're just facilitators. We're just, we're not the gurus, um, but we just bring amazing people into this community. And if you've never experienced anything like this before, um, you're welcome because it's amazing. <laughs> and all we're doing is tapping into the power of the brain, the, the bigger brain, not just this bit, but, you know, the nervous system, the vagus nerve, all that, that is all part of the brain and the mind that we talk about. And I just want to say thank you for having me along. I love the opportunity to do this. It's, um yeah, I just love it. And anybody who gets benefit from it, I'm, yeah, ticking the box for me. Oh, thank you, Kim. Amazing. Mm. And thanks, you know, thanks everyone. Someone said I've envis I envisaged my younger self confidence when I used to do school plays. Wow. Oh, isn't that lovely? Um, it is. But, you know, I mine's a funny one. I wore my snowboarding boots when I was picturing myself, and then when I, which are in my office, and when I was um, walking back, and I saw the horrible coloured bad uh, thoughts markers, like were like a, a muddy grey. I jumped on them. Oh, <laughs> How funny! I love. It. Do you know what, Zoe? I was envisaging go, like putting confidence into going skiing with you because I need the confidence to go skiing. I was so that's there with you. I was there with you. I was oh, like, look at that double How weird! My my muddy purple spots just went whoop, into the snow. Oh, <laughs> awesome. And you know what? The, the 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 mind part that we're talking to understands colour, which is why I talk yeah. about colour a lot. Um, but it doesn't understand words always, but it definitely gets that because it understands the feeling. And of course, that's exactly what you've done. So you may not have cleared everything, but you will have cleared some. So the more you do this, yeah. the more you're clear. The more you clear, the more free you are to be the confident and wonderful selves that your audience are because they needed, they are needed, and it's going to get more so over the coming years. So definitely oh, thank you kim what we're going to do for everyone listening and and bobby was saying that sadly she joined late but bobby you can go back and listen to this um we will take the recording the audio recording bit out so that you can have this as a separate track so we'll be able to i can edit this i can probably do it after this session so we'll okay, share definitely. it in the facebook group and send it to kim and everyone so um yeah then everyone can listen back to this over and over um, and so I'll um I'll get the little booklet that's got the EFT in because so, we didn't yeah. show it in detail that and the uh, hot pen exercise I think I think it talks about values as well for those who may not or need reminding of the values um, so it's just a little free workbook I give out so hopefully that's useful as well yeah. and, and Kim a, can you do us a favor and could yes. you choose a number between naught and 20 please oh hold on seven was the first number that came into my head seven okay. louise ellis uh louise ellis shared her light bulb moment earlier that's a brilliant idea as any stressful event i always think 
why was I so worked up? Um, we were well, this was earlier on in our conversation. Louise, we'd love to send you a t shirt, and uh, we're going to send you one of our six FB t shirts. Um, for being here today. Well done. Louise. Yay! <laughs> um, and Kim, also, could you tell us how people can connect with you and find out more about what you do? Because obviously, you do so much more than come and speak to us every now and then. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, um, I run masterclass events, which you can find out more on my um, website, kimsearl.co.uk. Um, so, um, I do those and obviously one to ones. Um, and if you want to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn, Kim Searle, Emotional Mastery. But even better, if you can connect and um, uh, on YouTube and just subscribe to that. I am aiming to do a lot more videos, shorts that can help people in the moment, as well as a few mm. of these as well. And that's Kim Searle, Emotional Mastery too. Wonderful. Oh, thank you, Kim. Thank, thank you. you so much. And thank you, everyone, for being here. Um, we're going to be back at one o'clock with Claire Johnson. Um, it's still Bookkeeper's Bootcamp. We've got two more episodes to go to. Um, we're going to be speaking to Claire at one o'clock about building her practice, how she's networking to find clients. So come back and support Claire and find out about how she's doing that later on. Thank Happy. you so much. Thank, thank you. Cheerio, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for the Bookkeeper's Podcast. Why not join us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club at sixfigurebookkeeper.club or visit our website sixfigurebookkeeper.com.